you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. NFL Power Rankings is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's the NFL Power Rankings show presented to you by Energizer. Let's take the show on the road. No longer are we separated, Eric Edholm, <laughs> by 2,000 miles, LA and Chicago. No, we're actually here together at the 75th Reese's Senior Bowl. And after day one of practice, why don't we just do this like this? Yeah, so much better this way. The, the connection is real. It is. It's good to see you. Good to see way. you too. All right, we'll do the fist bump. Let's All right. I'm on the screen here. <laughs> Only four teams that made it to the final weekend here. So much so that we didn't even make Eric write an article. How nice. Your top four teams, including two that are making it to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl, are as follows. Shockingly, the two teams that make it to Vegas for Super Bowl 58 <laughs> are teams one and two. The Niners are one, the Chiefs are two, followed by the Ravens, and then the Detroit Lions. I, I, I don't know how we sift through all of this, but let's do it here. And let's talk about your number one team, Eric. It's a team that spent nine weeks mm. at number one, more yep. than the Ravens, more than the other two there, and one that eventually is representing the NFC, but not without a lot of difficulty in the postseason. We had the Packers coulda, woulda, shoulda yep. beating them in the divisional round after they had gone into Dallas and beaten the Cowboys. And then we had the 49ers needing to rally from down 17 at the half yeah. to somehow pull it out and to end the Lions' amazing run. They are still your number one team. They are, and for good reason. Obviously, uh, the first half didn't look so great. You know, Detroit was the dominant team, but uh, I love, you know, after the game, both hearing from Brock Purdy and, and Kyle Shanahan, both sort of saying, like, it's okay. We're down 17. We can win this thing. And I think that attitude has kind of helped them this year. They had that three-game losing streak in the in the season where they didn't play all that well, but had a chance to win two of them. And, you know, we saw, obviously, in these two playoff games, when they come alive in the fourth quarter, they can beat anybody in the NFL, I think. You know, it's interesting because a lot of people picked the Niners and the Chiefs before the season. Sure. They, they were too chalk selections because they were two great teams. The route that each team took to get here is interesting. A route again that included the Niners being down 17 and included in the first half. We see the fourth quarter here when they put it away. But in the first half, they were getting bullied. Oh, yeah. Dan Campbellton came in and bullied them. They were the more physical team until they weren't. Yeah. Yeah. This was a concern of mine. Obviously, he's still heading into the Super Bowl. I think you have to worry, you know, can the Chiefs win that line of scrimmage and all that? But yeah, I mean, the first half was pretty ugly. We saw the, the deficiencies in the run defense. We saw the offensive line not opening holes. So it was really a, a physical win for Detroit. And then again, that 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 script did flip. And, and look, I mean, I think they can be dominant at times. Listen, we see Brock Purdy there and we see his family. Yep. Can, can we get over the waiting for him to fail thing. Now, I admittedly did say last week that if Purdy hadn't rallied them back against the Packers, and the narrative would have been if they had gotten pushed out of the playoffs, well, what do you do now? Kyle's right. going to move on. And, and honestly, to be fair, I still think we sit on that edge every week. <laughs> but I think that is unfair to Brock Purdy. Why can't we celebrate the 
the the Mr. Irrelevant to Super Bowl story. Why do we have to sit here and nitpick his game and wait for him to fail? Yeah. I don't get it. I think there's a reasonable debate to be had about where he sits on the quarterback hierarchy there. Is he a low-end starter? No, I don't think so. Does he play like one sometimes? Maybe. Is he a superstar? No, I don't think so either. But somewhere in the middle, there is a very good quarterback who can be a little bit inconsistent from time to time, but also make plays, especially Andrew, with his legs in the fourth quarter, second half, certainly, uh, against the Lions. I really thought that was the difference in the game. Those three or four long scrambles, especially the one on third and four from the 49, you stop him there, Detroit has a much better chance of winning. They did not, and, and we know how it ended up. It's a guy that is not known for his legs, but when he needs to use him, he can. He had a 21-yard scramble there, and you said low end. You know what? I'll, I'll quote Tribe Call Quest, the low-end theory. I like his <laughs> low-end theory here. Nice. And he is going to the Super Bowl as, quote-unquote, Mr. Irrelevant. And he's going to face the Kansas City Chiefs, a team making power moves presented to you by Energizer. Power moves because they went on the road here, Eric. They won in Buffalo. Yeah. They won in Baltimore. And they are checks the notes. Up two spots. They're the biggest mover this week. I know we only have four teams. <laughs> hey, look, that is a power move when you get down to the Final Four. And, uh, you know, even heading out of the game, we heard Joe Tooney wasn't going to play. It was going to be Nick Allegretti, no Kadarius Tony, other guys banged up. I really had my doubts. But for whatever reason, Baltimore got out of character offensively, and the Chiefs took advantage, scoring on those first two drives. And then that turnover to kind of put them in a tough spot. I know they didn't score after that, but just kept them at arm's distance the entire game. And the Patrick Mahomes factor and the defense. Steve Spagnuolo in Steve they trust. That has been the theme of this game and, and I think the theme of the season. I had a conversation with some people last night here in Mobile. All the NFL decision makers are here. Yep. And a late night conversation in a local watering hole <laughs> about Steve Spagnolo and how, how great a job he has done. And Spags, we trust the t-shirts there in the locker room after the game. You know, he was a head coach 15 years ago. Yeah with the St. Louis Rams. <laughs> the way his defense is playing right now, you would think he'd get another shot. I think he's content where he is. It's as if Andy Reid has a second head coach there. Yeah. And this is, and there's six straight trips to the conference championship game, their best defense by far. Yep, absolutely. And and think about a generation or two ago when, when, when he was in Philly, Andy Reid had great coordinators there, and he had the great Jim Johnson, who I think had one, right. one head coaching interview in his life just didn't really want to be a head coach. So I think we need to celebrate the Steve Spagnolos of the world and, and the job that he does. And, you know, he's been an integral part of, of their success this season. Think about how many times the offense struggled, the defense bailed them out. I, I think they're going to have an excellent chance to, to do some work against these Niners, as talented as they are. And an all-around good guy. And he has, he has the, the talent on the edges there, the corners, I mean, on the perimeter. Yep. He doesn't have as much talent on the edge as Charles Ameda, who tore his ACL in that game. He will not be able to play in the Super Bowl. His season is over. But they did really kind of sort of what the Browns did Week 10 who also have the corners, right? We're going to press you. We're going to jam you. We're going to make you throw over the top. Go ahead. If you do it, you do it. And we're going to come right at you. We're going to run blitz. We're going to stop that run. The Ravens had the number one run game in the NFL. They <laughs> abandoned it early because that defense took it right to them. Yep. Yep. I thought it was criminal for what the Ravens did. We can talk about that later. But obviously, I think the Chiefs sort of played it by ear and, and did a really good job. And obviously, clutch plays like this, right? You know, you, you get burned on, on a long catch, and then all of a sudden, Legarius Sneed, one of the best oh, corners in the NFL. Play. Is he going to make money? Oh, is he going to make money in free agency come if, March 11th? If he doesn't, it is criminal. He will. So, yes, the answer is yes. Yeah, the future is bright. Look for the Ravens. Zay Flowers put together a very sure. good year. He simply did not have his 
best day despite the early touchdown. Let's turn now to those Ravens. They are in your final four, ranked three. The two losers of the conference championship yeah. games coming in at three and four. We say every year that no team is going to be the same. When the season ends, right, like this this group is breaking up here. Yep. Baltimore, Odell Beckham Jr., one-year contract. They paid him $16 million. Don't know if he is going to be back. Really wasn't used a lot down the stretch. J.K. Dobbins wasn't here. He, too, is heading into free agency after a September injury. Patrick Queen yeah. is going to be a free agent here. They paid Roquan. Can they pay two linebackers? The answer is unlikely to do that. This just feels like such a horrible missed opportunity for a team that dominated playoff competition during the regular season. Yep, and looked great in the second half, dominated the Texans. I mean, everybody felt like this was setting up for kind of their coronation of, of sorts, but I got to say it. I thought Todd Munkin's play calling was a little curious. Obviously. Curious? I, look, I, yeah. You gave the running back the ball six times. Right. Not in the first quarter. Totally. The entire game. Yes. Gus Edwards, three carries, three handoffs, one, or one catch, if I believe. You were the number one rushing offense in football against the number 18 rush defense. I don't get it. I, I tried not to think of it this way, but it almost felt like they were trying to bust a narrative about how they win games, right? You mentioned the run is sort of their bread and butter, but it was almost like they came out trying to prove they could win with Lamar's arm winning it and throwing in a different way than they did during the season. I just didn't get it. Edwards was great on a per-touch basis, but just didn't get enough. Give him the ball. This is what what they do. Again, the Chiefs have the personnel to match up. Yep. Right? They have Trent McDuffie. They have Legereus Sneed. Yep. Uh, they have the talent on the perimeter. Lamar was great this year in the pocket. It helped to have Mark Andrews back, but you had some drop passes early. They didn't seem in sync you know when they went forward on fourth down the next play came back and ran Gus for maybe 15 or 20 I thought all right there it is there it is that's the Ravens team it's turning yep. that we know and again it's a what if here because as much as I love Lamar Jackson this is it's not going to be like a, a, a diss track here he's got to win more in the postseason he has as Kyle Brandt pointed out on GMFB on Monday morning he has now, assuming he wins at honors next week, as many MVPs as playoff <laughs> wins. Yep, yep. And this is almost, it's probably the first time Lamar Jackson and Peyton Manning have ever been compared, but you remember how Manning's career started, yeah. right? The questions about the playoffs, could he win? We don't have those now. We've obviously seen the second half of Peyton's career. I suspect that'll be the same for Lamar. I think at some point he's too gifted, too rare, too unusual not to succeed. But right now that question is legitimate, it's fair, and, it, and it's sort of being hung around his neck a little and bit. And we need some playoff success in a very competitive, uh, the best division for my money yeah. in football um, the Browns made it, the Ravens made it, the Steelers made it. Obviously, they were one and done. It might have been different. I, I, you weren't going to get four in. But look, Joe Burrow got hurt down the stretch. Jake yeah. Browning came in and played well. Regardless, the Ravens move on to next year, as do the Lions. And this is hard for me because I kind of feel like the story in both of these conference championship games is we invest in the future, presented by Fidelity. The future is bright. For the Lions, but again, much like the Ravens, it's the missed opportunities. Dan Campbell stepped to the podium when everyone questioned his fourth down decisions yep. and said, I just told the team we may never get back here. <laughs> right? Which, hats off to you, Dan, for the stone, hard, cold, whatever you want to call it, truth. But 
Man, they were this close. This was their chance. I know. I, I really am of two minds here. The ambivalence is strong because you think, okay, they are young. They have $61 million in cap space next year. They have four picks in the top three rounds, and they have this young nucleus of talent. We just started seeing guys like Jameson Williams start to break through. He had a great game, great moments. But then on the other side of the coin, you think every season, if you get to that point, and you miss, you have to feel like the rug has been pulled out from under you, and there is no guarantee that you're going to get back. So I know exactly how Dan Campbell feels because it's the way I feel. Sure, I love the young talent. I think this team has a lot more to, uh, left to say, but, yeah, watching that thing slip away and the way it slipped away, Andrew, with the drop passes, I thought more so than the fourth down decisions to me, the fumble by Gibbs and then also the the fluky catch by Brandon Ayuk mm. off the face backs of Kendall uh, uh, Vildor. That those plays to me were the ones that really, really hurt the most. And, and at that point, anyone watching, like I know this is over. Yeah, like, I they're, know they're, they're not going to do it. <sighs> like I wish they did. Yeah. Like, people want to make Taylor Swift the story this week. Now, <laughs> the story is how badly everyone is rooting for the Lions. I'm yeah. sorry, you know, true story. Niner faithful. Yep. America was rooting for the Lions here, and to your point about how difficult it is, and Dan Campbell's point, how difficult it is to get back, that is what always stays with you, whether you're a fan, whether you're in the building, whether you're a player or a coach or whatever. The finality of these moments in the postseason, it is so, so, so hard to get back. Yep. The amount of work it takes and the number of breaks you need to get back here Man, I, I I tweeted after the game, like, I am sorry, Lions fans. I, yeah. I truly, from the bottom of my heart, am sorry. And they're not the, the underdogs anymore. They're going to no. have to be the favorites next year. People are expecting the Detroit Lions to be good, so they're going to get everybody's best game, too. Another tough division, too, assuming the Bears keep improving and Minnesota gets back to where they were. Yeah, this is going to be tough. Coming up, we're going to rank the other 28. Just kidding. Coming up with the two remaining, we're going to go to Vegas and rank our top five storylines for Super Bowl 58. That's next on the NFL Power Ranking Show presented by Energizer. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You're watching the NFL Power Ranking Show presented by Energizer. A friendly reminder, we are on the path to the draft as we speak. Coming up Thursday on NFL Network, the East-West Shrine Bowl. From the Metroplex, the Reese's Senior Bowl, where Eric and I are here in Mobile, is Saturday on the network at 1 p.m. Eastern time. And then Combine Week, February 2-6. Presented by No Bowl. We're going to be in Indianapolis. And also, of course, going to be in Las Vegas as well for Super Bowl 58 at Allegiant Stadium just west of the Strip. We are ready for that. We are ready as well, not to rank teams anymore, but <laughs> to give you Eric's top five Super Bowl storyline, starting with number five. He checks his notes without his glasses. Can Andy Reid join the elite fraternity of three-plus Super Bowl winners? Belichick, Noel, Gibbs, Walsh, 
Reed. Yeah, it's a pretty good group to be a part of if he can win that third Super Bowl. Obviously, Andy lost his first one to his Eagles coach, but since then, obviously, a ton of success with the Chiefs. Brought them back to the game again and done different versions of this Chiefs teams, too. Kind of reminds me of Belichick in the same way they won with defense, then they won with Brady. They always had different identities, and to me, this sort of puts him at a different level. I mean, Andy Reid is a Hall of Fame coach right now, but this would move him up to the I don't know, Super Hall of Fame? What do we call it? The, the Super Hall of Fame? The Elite Wing? Yeah, uh, Dion has always said, <laughs> Dion Sanders, yeah. they, they, they need a, a special VIP room right. at the Hall. I'd, I'd give Andy a key if he wins this. That's me, though. Can I can I add this to it? Parenthetically okay. here, maybe we could squeeze it into the topic bar. Does he retire if he wins? Good question. I hadn't thought about that, but there's, there's an, absolutely a case to be made that he could. And look, it would be the end of an era. We've already talked about Saban and Belichick and other coaches not going to be part of the of Pete Carroll. If Andy Reid walked away, it truly would be the dawn of a new era with all the young coaches we have. And, and it would be sad, too. We'd lose yeah, some geniuses. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think he would. I've talked to enough people to think Andy Reid, just what would he do? You keep going. Yeah, yeah right. Like he, the guy wants to coach. He's going to sit in his basement with an Hawaiian shirt drawing up plays either way. He may as well go out there to the field and hand him to Patrick Mahomes and say, hey, what do you think of this? I, I don't think he's going to retire, but it's an eye or something to keep an eye on. I beg your pardon. Number four, and again, Eric wrote this, Kelsey and the Swifties against the 49ers defense. Again, for the record, stop. Stop hating Taylor Swift. Like, if, if it's not about Taylor Swift, if you don't like Taylor Swift, that's on you. Okay? Right. It's, it's, it's on you. That speaks more about you. Anyway, I, I don't listen to her music, but I have no problem with the young woman. She's obviously brought a ton of attention to the NFL and to the Kansas She's City She's the most Chiefs. famous entertainer on this earth. Right. There you go. Right. And yes. look, this, this synergy has worked out pretty well, right? I mean, they're winning games. They're going to the Super Bowl. She's got a show in Tokyo that she has a very tight window She's going to make it. I think she is. The international dateline, Ian explained the whole thing on game day morning. Oh, he could huge. do it because if it's a Saturday night, it, it really is like a like Friday night. Right. 17-hour difference. Yeah, all that. You get it. She's going to be there. She's going to support. Her man, and I think obviously Travis Kelsey on the field is going to be a huge part of this game plan. You know, the 49ers, they have the secondary, they have the linebackers to cover elite tight ends and stuff, but I still think he's going to give them some trouble, especially in the red zone. So, what a great matchup that defense against uh, Kelsey, and we know Mahomes has to go to him at some point. Yeah. Um, I said on NFL Game Day Preview last week that we would have more Jim Harbaugh cutaways <laughs> than Taylor Swift cutaways. That was my Sunday statement. I almost was right because they didn't really show her that much. They didn't. And Jim I know. Harbaugh did the CBS pregame show. I digress. <laughs> You're sick of this topic already. I'm not, by the way. I got 12 more days to talk about it. Topic number three: Mahomes takes another step towards goat status with a win. Remember when goat used to mean the person that messed up? Right. Now it means the greatest of all time. <laughs> as long as we capitalize, as long as we make right. clear what we're saying here, right? You could make a case, obviously, like we did for Andy Reid, but this this championship would at least move him closer. We always talk about Brady and the rings and everything else, and, and, and I think that's fair to mention. But, you know, if we're just talking quarterback talent, Patrick has to be up there amongst the two or three best ever, and you win a third Super Bowl to go along with that. I think there's a legitimate argument that he could finish his career as the best quarterback in NFL history. Listen, he doesn't have the six rings yet. He is working towards that, yeah. and obviously he worships Brady, and he is working towards checking each and every one of those boxes, and, and it's an impressive resume that he has got. I mean, I don't know that he's ever going to meet, meet it, but I'll say this. He has what Brady has in terms of being the immovable force the immovable object within not only his conference and maybe the entire league that everyone has to go through. Yep. Josh Allen hasn't done it yet. Joe Burrow did once, to his credit. 
obviously Matthew Stafford, the beneficiary of that because he and the Rams won the Super Bowl. But every year, right, you have to go through Patrick Mahomes. And it's a Brady-like effect. It is, dare I say, Jordan-like yep. effect. You have to go through that guy. And I don't feel uncomfortable saying him in the same sentence. I know it's early. He's only 28 with those two other greats. Yeah, I don't. I mean, look, I, I if he beats this 49ers team, we mentioned earlier, they've been top of the power rankings almost half the season. They've been a terrific team this year. If he does that without having had the best season this year, winning without your best stuff, I don't know what that's that's worth, but to me it's worth quite a bit. He's been able to rally this team in ways that other quarterbacks simply cannot, I think. Jordan, as a younger man, when they won the, the other three at the yeah. end there at six and seven and eight, he, he wasn't slashing to the basket anymore. He, he was hitting that, that turnaround, right, from the corner. And, and Mahomes, it's not the deep ball anymore. He's learning to beat you in any mm -hmm. and other ways, and he is doing it. Number two, Brock Purdy hopes to become the unlikeliest winning quarterback for a Super Bowl in years. Trent Dilfer, maybe? maybe. I mean, but he was a higher pick, certainly, than Brock Purdy. Rex Grossman almost won one. Obviously, yeah. didn't Peyton, you mentioned earlier, did. I mean, look, you almost have to go back to Brady and our, our colleague uh, Kurt Warner as far mm -hmm. as guys, as far as pedigree goes. Now, we've obviously talked about Purdy plenty, and he's played lots of good football over the last year and a half and, and deserves his flowers for that. But, you know, again, just a, a quarterback who slipped through the draft ranks and, you know, wasn't considered an elite prospect, was probably better as a sophomore in college than he was as a senior. So just his journey to this point, especially after the elbow injury last year, adds a layer of intrigue to this whole thing. And if he does, it's a narrative bust. I really think it would change his perceptive or his perception nationwide and probably in his own team as well. Like you said, the Niners still have a decision to make on his future. Exactly. And he has so many great weapons. It's why this team wins. Sure. He's a distributor, but he also makes plays. Don't just say he's a game manager. It's not a pejorative, <laughs> right? I mean, he was able to scramble and put that game away with his legs, not just a game manager. But topic number one here, the Chiefs defense against the Niners big Four. Yeah, and this is truly a special matchup, in my opinion. Obviously, we Steve Spagnuolo and what that group has done, you know, from Chris Jones to Nick Bolton to LeJarius Sneed, every single layer has superstar players. And the 49ers have the arguably best quartet in the league with Debo. How big was he in the NFC Huge. Championship game? He was the difference, I thought, in some ways. And George Kittle, maybe a little banged up. We'll see how that toe is. Toe. Yep. Christian McCaffrey slowed early, can't hold him down for four quarters. And Brandon Ayuk, you know, made big catches besides the fluky one, but also had to come down with that one in order for them to win. Is it Brandon Ayuk's final game as a 49er as he heads towards free agency? If it is, he wants to go out with a ring yep. and a party in Vegas. Imagine the post-game party in Vegas for either team, Yeah, by the way, and for you as well. You know, come on down to Allegiant Stadium. Coming up next on the NFL Power Ranking Show, presented by Energizer, we're going to pick the game. Super Bowl prediction, guaranteed to be accurate. <laughs> You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
It's the NFL Power Ranking Show presented by Energizer. We are at the Senior Bowl, but now, Eric, at home and yours truly. Hi, I'm Andrew. We are going to, stop me if you've heard this before, predict the Super Bowl. Eric, you go first. Okay. Flip a coin. Who do you like? My coin says 24-18. I think the Chiefs win this. Okay. I know the Niners are favored, but I just think that Kansas City defense in the end is going to be too much. And the Mahomes factor, too. Look, I think he's going to – he talked about last week knowing when the defense is rolling, he can take fewer chances. He can be smarter about how he plays. And I suspect this game, to a certain degree, is going to follow that script. Now, I know I know that you know the run game was a little hit or miss, but I think they'll have a little more success doing that in this one and and i just think they're gonna be able to keep the 49ers in check more than uh, the lions did i have been burned two times previously i picked against the chiefs in buffalo and then i kind of hedged I, I did pick the ravens to win they're the better team i thought yeah. they were at home fair but then i, I kind of said but my gut tells me the chiefs that was <laughs> cheating i'm not going to pick against the chiefs this time i'm going to take kansas city 27 to 21. I know that's a very traditional score, but maybe Jake Moody misses a field goal with yeah. 27 24. I'm going to go 27 to 21. Kansas City. You want to give me an MVP? I do. And I'm going to go a little off script here now. I, I'd love to pick the quarterback, but I wonder if Isaiah Pacheco isn't going to have a little bit of a bigger game here. He runs like he wants to bite people. Yeah. Uh -huh. And if you're in the Super Bowl, that would imagine the, the, the stakes are pretty high. And having watched that defensive tape of the, of the 49ers really struggling to contain David Montgomery and, and Jameer Gibbs early, I suspect Pacheco with extra rest, too. You know, he's been bagged up down the stretch. He's going to have a lot of opportunities and maybe more as a pass receiver, too, if they kind of spread everybody out and get him on the perimeter. I wouldn't be shocked. For the record, Isaiah Pacheco said, I ain't no zombie. Those are his words, not mine. And I do think it's fitting that back in Vegas, you know, the fight capital of the world, Isaiah Pacheco, no relation, Dr. Ferdy Pacheco. I think this one sounds right. I'm with you. Okay. I like it. I am going to go, however, with Patrick Mahomes. Because, of course, it's the quarterback. It's chalk. It's right. always it the quarterback. Yeah. Did I just say how I've screwed it up <laughs> throughout the playoffs? I'm not betting against the Chiefs. And, and I say, of course, for recreational purposes only. Yeah. Even though you're going to be in Vegas. And I'm not going to go against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I why, mean, why would I? What's the old saying? Keep it simple, stupid, right? Uh -huh. You know, that this is the kiss theory on, on Patrick. Ooh, is kiss going to play too? Oh, I would love that. Right. Okay. <laughs> like, with Usher? Usher's oh, I don't know. <laughs> the halftime show. Uh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, I have him for his third. One, two, three MVPs. And I'm going to give the Chiefs my pick, my blessing, like it means anything, for the Super Bowl. Again, for recreational purposes only, there are no guarantees. This has been fun. Yeah, Glad we did this. Yep, me too. For Eric at home. I'm Andrew Siciliano. Don't forget the Reese's Senior Bowl, 1 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday. So long from Mobile. NFL Power Rankings is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.